0: This is working to the Beat. It is Monday, January 25th, 2021. I'm Kevin Cooney. Thanks for joining us. Busy show today. Just Mike and I. As uh, we break down a lot of things that have gone on in the last week. Uh, going on, obviously, the Eagles have a new head coach. Deuce Staley has left for Detroit. Um, the two Super Bowl participants are said after perhaps the dumbest coaching move i've ever seen and um you know we'll get at the end i'm sure to sixers and flyers and touch on them villanova is still number three in the country they're back playing they've you know had two big east wins in the last week and um so they are uh so everything is going on hello michael how are you yo <clears throat> so uh nick sirianni uh it was named the head coach officially on Sunday. It was reported on Friday. Um the former offensive coordinator of the Indianapolis Colts.
1: Yeah, they released the phone call. Have they, you heard that? No. no. I guess I was listening. They for some reason that Angelo can't fathom, and I tend to agree with him. The Eagles released the phone call. Of them so, offering the job? So, yeah, well, you have Jeff Lurie hmm. saying, "Hi, Nick. You know, this is this is Jeff. Um, I got to ask you a question. How would you like to be the new, new? You know, it, it, I've never heard or seen that before. Maybe I'm. I don't know. I'm just. Were they trying to recreate one of those draft calls I, that I have no idea what they were trying to do. I don't. I, I, it, you know, it was nine o'clock in the morning, and I was yeah. listening to radios. I was going out to walk, and whatever. I, I just." Um, well, look, I, I, I don't know. I've never heard that before. No. I've never, but, you know, hey, look, that doesn't, it's nothing about nothing, I guess. I don't know.
0: Sirianni uh, arrived in Philadelphia on Monday. Uh, if you have been following Twitter, you saw that he was greeted at the airport by Howie Roseman and Dom DeSangro and uh, uh, Don Smolinski and Swoop, because you always have to add the mascot there uh, to greet the private plane.
1: Um, Screw the mascot. <laughs> But that's me, uh, you know. I'm not, you know. Anything after the Philly fanatic, screw the mascot. But that's okay. You're anti gritty. No, I'm anti the the mascot going to the airport. Okay, to to to, for a photo, whatever you think it's going to be. Gritty's fine if people like. I'm just not. I don't go because of the mascot. Mascot. I I don't need to be entertained. But if if people like gritty and he, that's great. That's awesome that they like him. You needed swoop at the airport, okay? Whatever, <laughs> if they, if that's what you think is important, well, then by all means go for it.
0: Well, swoop was there, so was uh, John Clark, and obviously so was uh, right. Jeff. John's Devers. there every time. John, John just hangs at the airport. He he must love like the Cinnabon in it or something. That, that's you know? hey, look, who doesn't like the Cinnabon? Uh, exactly. Um, and then they you know took him on a tour of the office. He had never been to the Novacare complex because obviously he couldn't take, do in person meetings here uh for the head coaching
1: job so yeah. uh, i mean do you that's have a, the least of my worries is that he hadn't seen the Novacare? yeah you know um do you have a thought
0: on this like I, I, i'll be honest my initial reaction was kind of a shoulder shrug right like i don't know i don't, he could be good he could not be good and i know that's not
1: very hot takey but you can say that about any coach kevin right he people People, I've listened to talk radio, people, Bob from Maniunk, knows what this guy's going to be. Or he knew what Deuce Staley was going to be. All I know about Deuce Staley is that he seems like he's a really good guy, okay, who has been the running backs coach for like three coaches. And the running and I, backs of He's going been... to be the running backs coach now for the Lions. Right. That And the, and the players like him. Yeah. Other than that, what do I know about Deuce Staley? Do, do I know if the enemy gets hired by the Texans that he's running this offense that Kansas City's running or is Andy Reid running it? Uh, nobody knows anything, but we all pretend like we do because that's the world we live in. Yeah, you know, oh, uh, McDaniel, he wouldn't be good or he would be good. or he I don't know what Josh McDaniel would have been. Would he have well, been a prick? Maybe. Well, I think we could have established that part. But maybe, but I don't care if he's a prick. No, I don't either. I care about who the best coach is. Obviously, the Eagles got wowed by this guy. So that's fine. They got wowed by Andy Reid 20 years ago. It turned out to be a great hire. Uh, Jeff Lurie has hired four coaches. This is his fifth. Um, The first one, Rhodes, made the playoffs in his second year. Mm -hmm. Okay? And won a game. Scored 59 points, I think, against the Lions. And then was gone three or two years later. Andy made the playoffs his second year. Won a game. Chip
0: made his and playoffs the first year.
1: Chip made the playoffs his first year, and Doug won a title his second year. So I, I, what, what do I make of that? I have no idea. But but anybody who comes out, like you know Mike Lombardi comes out and, and, and says, well, you know, McDaniel would have been a much better. Maybe because he he knows McDaniel, he likes McDaniel. But, and, you know, he's the same guy that told me Doug Peterson was the worst hire ever. And maybe Doug Peterson was a bad hire. Maybe Doug Peterson just got lucky. But he still did it, just like Howie still did it. So I don't know. I, you know, people are going to, and and you won't know after this year, you won't know. I mean, you you can see signals. I mean, you know, maybe nobody can make Wentz work except right. Wentz. Um, I've heard very. There was somebody on the radio. Well, and I was says, going
0: to get to that in a second. The yeah, McGarrett. But, um, you know,
1: maybe Wentz's problems are still something to do with the um, uh, the concussion thing. I, but what I'm saying is. And this year's still going to be a weird year because COVID's still here. You know, everybody's talking, well, you know, they're going to have – you don't know if they're going to have OTAs. You hope they might. Um, I'm assuming they're going to have training camp. And last year we all thought that was an advantage for the Eagles because they had their quarterback and their coach. Mm-hmm. Didn't turn out to be – so all – I just – I say to this guy, hey, it's a, you're. – you know, I'm not making a judgment on him. I, I have no idea – where this franchise is going to be in two or three years. Um, next year, they're not going to be a great team next year. Um, uh, e- e- uh, no matter what happens, could they make the playoffs next year? If everything fell right, sure. They, they play in a bad division. Maybe Wentz regains or hurts or whoever the quarterback is. Um, you know, it's funny. You're talking about an organization that looks like they were trying to find Andy Reidlight four years ago. Um, kind of, sort of. And now it looks like they're trying to find um, a Frank Reich light. And this is an organization that want to get rid of Frank Reich mm-hmm. after 2016. By all reports, um, I don't know. This is the trend in the NFL now. Well, San Francisco did it. Green Bay did it. The Rams did it. And the Bears did it. They all went out and got 30-some-year-old guys who were offensive guys. All four of those teams did the same basic thing. One went to a, two of them went to a Super Bowl. Nagy's been to two conference championship games with the best quarterback in the league or the second best quarterback in the league. And, and Nagy's trying to win with a guy that people don't know if you can win with. So I, I you know, you knew Jeff was going to hire an offensive guy because that's the M.O. And and I don't have a problem with that per se, Um. You know, uh, who knows? (laughs) I I don't know. You don't know. I don't think Jeff knows.
0: Well, my argument would be, though, that I believe changing the head coach really doesn't change the issues here. Yeah, because the head coach isn't going to draft. That's going to be the GM. And that's that's the number one issue. It's the talent deficit they have. So you can bring a head coach in, and you can hope he works with Carson Wentz, and you can hope that... Their rate of getting something out of their draft picks improves over what it was under Peterson and Kelly for that matter. You know, when you see what's happened with Aguilar, you see what's happened with Sidney Jones, you've seen what's happened, uh, uh the, the guy in Carolina, uh, the D back, uh, Rodney Rasul Douglas. Rasul Douglas, you hope that all that comes to pass now with the different system and all that, but
1: in the end. It's still gonna be about the guy drafting it. It's it's about everything, Kevin. Right. Well if you ever no, I understand what you're saying, Kevin. If you don't have as good as players as this team has, you know, you don't have the Chiefs players. You know, and Green Bay's going through the same thing mm -hmm. with Aaron Rodgers. He's mad about who they've who they've drafted and put around him, and you know, would it make a difference in yesterday's game and and the Bucks go out and they did all these things. I get it. I get everything you're saying, and you can say it 150 times. I understand this. But but Mike But the coach is still the face of the franchise. Regardless, if Howie drafts horribly and they don't sign free agents, yes, the coach is going to fail ultimately. But coach can make a difference. And who you who your coordinators are can make a difference. You know, I don't know if the defense that Schwartz was running was what they should have been running. I have no idea. I only go by the results. You you know, Doug. I don't know if the offense, I look at the offense they're running here and the offense Kansas City's running, I'm like, huh? Like, it's it's not even in the same universe. But you, KC has a lot more things they can do. I, I get all that. But, you know, last year was not good from all counts, from a lot of levels. And, yes, Howie is, has a lot to do with this. But, again, he was also here in 17 when they won. So he's shown you that he can put together a team, and Doug showed you he could coach a team that won a Super Bowl three years ago. So, and if Doug had agreed to some of the things the management wanted, he'd still be here. And I think part of it was Doug didn't want to be here, to be honest with you. And that says a lot about the guys who were making the decisions. And if this guy three years from now is being let go because Howie's done a bad job, well, then at that point, I guess Howie would be let go. But Howie hasn't been let go. So, you know, no. all you could hope is that they draft better and they they make personnel decisions better. Yeah, you know, maybe this coach goes in and says, "Hey, I mean, I mean, they've already given him the latitude to pick his staff, which they weren't given, Doug, apparently." So this guy must have went in there and said, "Hey, if you're not letting me pick my staff, you know, maybe and maybe McDaniel said the same thing. I'm assuming he probably did. Um, so you know, I mean, there's a difference right there. Um. But yeah, if they're if they're going to make draft picks like Whiteside, yeah, they ain't going to be in the Super Bowl anytime soon. Yes, that that is that is correct. You, you you know, Bill Belichick did not have enough players this year. Six starters opted out, and Tom Brady was gone, and they were seven and nineteen for a reason, because Bill Belichick can't do miracles, even though he's Bill Belichick. I, I get all that, but you know, it's it's it. The head coach is still the face of. You know, what what goes on in the locker room? There's going to be a lot of changes on this team. It's not going to be the same locker room. Um, They don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Uh, You know, and on and on and on and on. Yeah, it starts with your draft. That is correct. Um, But there's also things you can do. Some players can make, maybe the coaching, maybe Rasul Douglas actually is a decent player that for whatever reason wasn't getting coached right here. Maybe Aguilar was a decent player that wasn't getting coached right. I, maybe Wentz is a decent player who isn't getting coached right, or maybe it's just, you know, these are questions we don't have the answers to. You know, if players go to other organizations and are, are then becoming better, that's not a reflection of Howie. That's a reflection of Doug. You know, I'm just saying. I'm I'm, I'm not exonerating Howie, but if you're telling me that two or three guys have gone other places, and if done better, well, that means that something here in, in what they were trying to get out of these guys wasn't working. You know, so.
0: Okay. Um, I I My personal opinion, though, is <clears throat> the head coach here compared to maybe other places. You know, say what you want about Kansas City. Andy's in charge in Kansas City. Everybody knows Andy's in charge. But case. he's earned that right. He's, he, uh, he's, sure. Hall of, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Sure. Uh, I would make an argument. It sounds like Dan Campbell in uh, in Detroit has become uh, the main guy. And he's going to have all the say just by everything that's been coming there. Now, they did br- bring in John Dorsey to be a uh, a kind of guiding figure. Dorsey went and it's been announced he's not going to work with the Eagles. He's going to go to Detroit, which I think is a... It is not a good thing for the Eagles uh, at this point. Um, look, it, it, the management structure here has to change. It does. It can, and I know I know you are going to say it does it, 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 it to me, Mike, whether it does or not is not the issue. The issue is should it, and the and I think the clear indication is
1: it should. Whether it does or not doesn't make it right or wrong. And here's my answer, not my answer, my my, my retort, as, as as Jules said in Pulp Fiction. The Eagles won a Super Bowl three years ago. Detroit hasn't won a playoff game in five decades. Okay, Detroit. Well,
0: two decades. The Eagles okay.
1: won a Super Bowl three years ago. They've been to like six NFC Championship games or five or whatever it's been since Laurie has owned the team. There is a certain level that what they've done has worked. Now it might not be working right now the way you want it to work. May not have worked as well. But I'm just saying to you, it may you not as worked as it may Detroit. not
0: it may not work as well as they think it's worked. Definitely. That's
1: fine. <laughs> but again, Jeff, if you and Jeff Lurie were sitting in a room and Jeff would look at his finger and say, "Geez, Kevin, I got this three years ago, so it ain't like I got this in 2007." And we're talking like ancient history here. You have no answer to that. Your only answer is, well, well, Whiteside stinks and Dillard looks like he stinks. And they, Okay, fine. You're not wrong, Kevin. But you can't keep saying in their war room, when they're sitting there, doing their thing and they're looking at it, they say, we won a Super Bowl three years ago. And the year after that, we won a playoff game and came within 20 yards of maybe getting to the the NFC Championship game again. I'm not saying last year was great. I'm not saying the 2018 was great, or 19. What I'm saying to you is you just, you, because you're sitting here in Northeast Philly with me, look at it and say, well, this can't go on. Okay, Fine. No, I'm, I, I'm telling you, it can go on as
0: at, far as the the owner wants. The owner but, can decide what he wants to do. But they can see. But my argument you,
1: is, how, Kevin, my, how do you know 2017 isn't? Um, how can I put it? What we're capable of, and the last couple of years have been the 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 um outliers. Because I look at
0: the decades surrounding. That's fine. From 2000, from 2009 to 2017, you didn't win squat. From, from 2018 to now, you've won nine games, nine games, four
1: games. Right. You won a playoff game on on a miracle. No, yeah. See see, see, see. see Kevin. You can't throw everything out to to satisfy your argument that it happened. They went on the road and won a playoff game, which is hard to do in the NFL. They went to the next week and almost won a playoff game. I'm not saying that that makes them the 67 Packers. I don't mean that. But you can't just dismiss things because, yeah, I went back and looked. Since 2004, they've won more than 10 games, twice, okay? 2009, when they lost in the first round to the Cowboys, they didn't Mm -hmm. win the division, the Cowboys, and the Super Bowl year. I am not saying to you – but we look at it. You're saying more than ten games. In other words, 11, more than 10 11, games. 11 or won more. Won ten games a couple times. But what I'm saying is, we look at it from the from the, the well. Define what hasn't. Do you know how many franchises would take what the Eagles did? Now it's not. It's. I get it. I can sit here and say, yeah, Andy's last two years were bad. Yeah, Chip's last year was bad. Um, last year was bad. So that's four bad years in in the last decade. Okay, I get. I get it. And maybe because Andy's time had run out or his son died or whatever. But I'm just saying, they can look at you and say, yes, but but we also did this. And you got to give us credit for that. And you do. And we're never willing to do that. We just throw it off as well. I, you know, and I'll be the first person to say, I said it in 2017. This is not going to be the new norm. This is whatever. I didn't think they'd go 4-11 last year. but you know, But I'm just saying. Lori's, you're looking at it from one perspective, and and I'm not saying it's wrong, but they're not looking at it from your perspective. And well, you have to understand. Oh, that. I like, understand it, Mike. I just don't no, agree. I you, don't agree, you, you agree you don't, with it. You know, well, yeah, and you you don't have to accept it. You don't have to agree with it. None of us do. But I'm just trying to say to you, this is the way they're thinking. And there's an attachment with Howie and 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 um Uh, Jeff. And Jeff fired him once. He sent him over to the corner for a timeout. You know, we forget that. He basically got rid of him because Chip came in and said, hey, you know, and maybe Josh would have done that. I mean, part of the reason why I think they hired this guy was because they feel comfortable with him for whatever reasons. But again, they did give him the freedom to select his staff. Which to me shows maybe they're at least giving in Somewhat, I, you know. Now is Jeff not going to put his two cents worth in when it comes to pick the second round guy this year? I don't know. Who knows? There, there was a rumor out there that Doug was the one that picked Rager. That Doug liked Rager, right? Okay, so maybe that wasn't how he's. Fighting. I'm just saying. I don't. I'm not sitting there in the draft room on draft day hearing what people are saying to each other. You know, supposedly Metcalf was a a medical. That the, the Eagles had because he did have an issue with his neck or spine, mm-hmm. whatever. And apparently, a lot of other NFL teams did too. So, my problem with them is not that they didn't take Metcalf, it's the guy they took. <laughs> it's, you know, take a safety, take a tackle, take a different, I don't care. Right. And they got to get better at that. You are 100% right. They can't treat, treat, keep drafting Dillard's. And I mean, Dillard – look, I'm not knocking Dillard or Rager yet. They may turn out to be okay. Who knows? But you you can't draft the way they've drafted the last couple years and not be in deep doo-doo in another couple years. That's given. But they ain't changing. It ain't, I mean, they ain't, I mean, Jeff's still going to be there running the team, and Howie's still going to be there running the front office until at least this coach gets fired, if that's what it comes to three years from now. Because I can't believe in anybody's mind that Jeff would let, and look, let's face it, Howie didn't hire this coach. Jeff hired the coach. So you can't. Everybody says, "Well, you know, Howie's going to get to pick his fourth coach." Howie ain't picking the coach. Do we really believe that?
0: I, Except Laurie is the Jeff. guy
1: picking the head coach.
0: I think it's Jeff. I agree.
1: Exactly, but but if you read all the stories, it's like, well, how many GMs get to pick four coaches? Well, he didn't pick them. So, you know, uh, he didn't pick Peterson. He didn't p- pick Chip. So, but we'll write that. We'll so we'll, we'll read stories to say that. And we'll say, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's a, it, it is what it is. And they did win a Super Bowl three years ago. And they may not win another one for 20 years. I don't know this. But I'm just saying, they can throw that back at you. And you you can't really say, well, that was three years ago. Oh, it happened. It, I, I, You know, I know teams that won Super Bowls 10 years ago. And they're saying, well, we won the Super Bowl 10 years ago. You know, Seattle's Super Bowl was, was, 12, was eight years ago. Seven or eight years ago, seven years ago. And they still say, well, Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl. Okay, but it was seven years ago. You know, it's just the, the way the world is. And, you know, maybe they have to – maybe this guy won't fail. Maybe we'll be sitting here three years from now, and they'll be one of the better teams in the NFC. I have no idea, and neither do you. And um, anybody that says they do is just full of crapola. Because um, nobody knew about Doug Peterson. And I think Doug was pretty much what we thought he was, you know, I didn't think he was Vince Lump, but, but he won a Super Bowl. He did something that no other coach. It's like I could sit here and say I don't think Charlie Manuel is the greatest manager that ever walked the face of the earth. But he won a World Series and got back to a World Series and then won 102 games in 2011. So for me to say that is idiotic, even if I don't think Charlie was all that. Because for this team, he was the perfect guy as it turned out. But, you know.
0: All right. So we will move on to, uh, by the way, I should say, you know, good luck to Deuce Staley. I don't think it's, I don't think he was, you know, obviously he was considered. He was a favorite, I think, for a lot of people because of the emotional attachment to him because he's been here forever. Uh, but I think it'll do him well to go to another, uh, another shop and, and, and learn. If his goal was to be a head coach, I think going to another place is
1: probably benefiting him i don't don't know deuce from i don't know deuce i only know what i
0: i i I know deuce just in the passing that i cover
1: he's obviously a great guy Mm -hmm. everybody agrees i don't know if he can coach obviously the eagles don't think he can i i mean i know they gave him the, the job of assistant the title of assistant head coach they won't let him call plays right um and he wasn't considered this time they weren't promoting him to the head coach. No. And I don't know if that's an eagle jump, but I don't see teams around the li- ri- the other 31 teams jumping to embrace Drew Staley as their head coach. No. Or as their offensive coordinator. So maybe everybody's just wrong. I wish him nothing but the best. And I think um, if
0: I think for him to go to another organization to see how another organization works. And yes, it's the Lions. I get it. Yep. But it does help you know, you and I have known people, you know, the Inquirer used to have this this theory for a long time, and it's not the, necessarily the case now, but they would never pick writers from suburban, or papers from here, or suburban papers. You had to go away to come back. Phil Sheridan was one. Phil Sheridan for years was a columnist at the Courier-Times and was awesome, and he had to go to, I think, to Chicago before he came back to the Inquirer, okay, there is that mindset sometimes that you have to go see a little bit of how the rest of the world works before a place feels comfortable hiring you. So I'm just—I
1: uh, don't think Deuce is ever going to get hired here. I think, but then that's okay. It—it's it, it, um, the signs have been there that he was never going to be that guy. Uh, I don't understand why people are like so surprised about it. and the fact that players are in your corner doesn't mean squat taller. That
0: actually may be a they negative. Like
1: you. Um, I mean, I remember seeing things like like I I give you an, an example. It's not from the pros, but like when Matt Rule, uh, uh, left Temple for that one year to go to the Giants, and then Adazio left, and all the players wanted Matt Rule. Yeah, they did. I mean, it was like you know, and 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 I'm thinking like, well, that can be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, now at the college level, I think it's kind of a different animal because you're recruiting guys, you're. Di- you know, it's, it's a little bit – you're not getting paid. But um, I just think Deuce is what Deuce is. And that doesn't mean he can't be a coordinator someday. doesn't mean he can't be a head coach someday. But usually going to a franchise like the Lions, th- there's some franchises that just don't get out of their way. And maybe this guy Campbell will be able to do that. But, man, th- th- I mean, you know, there's like six franchises like that. Like when you look around the league and you're just kind of like, huh? Like the Bengals, yeah. The Bengals have been like that. Well, I mean, Marvin Lewis won divisions. He just, he just didn't win in the playoffs. Right. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. There's a couple. The Jets. I mean, the Jets have been that franchise forever. Um, you know, so whenever I hear guys going to the Jets, I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that means what? You know, um, it's a, it's a weird business. Um, and I wish, to, you know, like I said, dude sounds like a guy you can root for. He said, you know what he sounds like? He sounds like Andy. Kind of. Although, mm-hmm. I mean, Andy's obviously, you know, obviously he's going to the Hall of Fame, and it's a different thing. But, you know, Andy was always one of those guys we thought of him as just a guy. You know, he'd want to sit down and have a beer with or something or, or eat a hamburger with her. whatever. this just seemed like that kind of guy. Yep. All I mean, right. You know,
0: let's get to the games yesterday. Um, well, the second game wasn't as – infuriating, uh, confusing as the first one. I mean, Sean McDermott, well, Kansas City's the better team. And, and that was pretty clear. Um, and Mahomes played, didn't look like the turf toe really hurt him. So I, I think that was probably the deciding factor. I thought Buffalo would win, but I thought that Mainly because I thought I wonder what Mahomes was like physically. Um, and Buffalo had played really well coming in. Um, I just, you know, to me, you know, the Chiefs did what the Chiefs did. They kind of just ripped your heart out at one point and, and showed it to you.
1: The Chiefs have lost one game that mattered, right? That they were trying to win in their last 26 or 27. Whatever. I don't care if they don't cover. I don't care. I, I understand betters care about that, and I, I understand they—they—they they, they are what they have done this year. When you are the hunted team to come back, and they have only cared about one game, which maybe is why they weren't covering the second half. Of you, I don't. Know. They had one game. That's all they've cared about. And now they're finally playing in that game. Um, eh, not that they were sleepwalking. I, I don't mean that. It is very hard to do what they've done. And so far, they've done it. Now they've got one more, you know, step together. How can you bet against the Chiefs? But then again, wow. Tom Brady, it's the same thing, you know, I thought going into yesterday. Like, if I wake up after the game and they tell me that Tom Brady won that game, I'm going to say what? My God, that was an upset. It's Tom freaking Brady. Well, the biggest. He's going to his 10th Super Bowl with a new team that he handpicked that was 7-5. and five. Okay? They were 7-5. and five. People were ripping Arians. They were ripping Tom Brady. Okay, They had a bye. They had the late bye, and they haven't lost since. So well, they won three straight road games.
0: Let me, let, me, let me back it up, though, on the Kansas City game. One, Kansas City did have a major loss in that game with Eric Fisher. The, their left, tackle, sure. their left yeah. tackle tours Achilles. He's done. Yeah. That's going to be big in the game against Tampa coming up. That, that, because Tampa can... Obviously, Tampa could throw, you know, Jason Pierre-Paul was all over Rodgers yesterday. They, yeah. they were able to it, get it could good, be big
1: if Kansas City doesn't figure out ways, which Kansas City usually figures out ways.
0: They'll have two weeks to be able to figure it out. Two and weeks scheme. to
1: figure it out, and you yeah. got Patrick Mahomes and, you know, you got 55 weapons around them. And
0: I mean, the you know. and, and the, the matchup's going to be Biennemi slash Reed against Todd Bowles and how they scheme on that level. Todd
1: Bowles, obviously the defense coordinator for the Bucks, um, who well, unless Tom Brady throws for five hundred like he did three years ago or whatever, I mean, don't underestimate the forty-three-year-old quarterback. I know he threw three interceptions in the fourth quarter. I, I get all that, but he was pretty—he was pretty damn good in that game. First touchdown pass. I,
0: I'll, um, I do want to get to that in a second. I want to ask one final question here on the on the Bills game, on the Bills uh, uh, Chiefs game. Sean McDermott's been really good all year. But I think the one thing we learned, and it ties in a little bit with what happened with the Packer game too, there are times you don't kick field goals. And McDermott, at the end of the first half yesterday, has fourth and goal on the four, I think. I'm going off the top of my head. And he's down 11 already. Okay, it was 20-9. Tw- 21. 21-9, so he's down 12. Yes. Right. And he kicked the field goal. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, yeah. field goals were not going to win that game. And I get that you don't want to walk away with no points. But there's also like going out on your shield a little bit here. And and well, I was surprised by what
1: the difference is. What's the difference between 12 and nine? Like, I understand. Is it a letdown if you go for it and don't score there going into halftime? Yeah, it is. But you're probably losing the game anyway. And I'm, I know that's not how Sean McDermott's thinking. I get that. But to me is when you're the underdog, especially. You got to take gotta some play, chances. You got On the road. Aggressive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to. And if you don't make it, you know, you, 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 know, you live with it. I, I agree with you. I'm not. Look, I think there are times when, you know, obviously you're going to get to the Green Bay game, but the coaches just don't make the right decisions there was what was there was one yesterday I'm, I'm trying to remember now what it was uh it was it was some other situation I, i'm losing my my train of thought here but it was something else where i was watching one of those games i said wait a minute this is wrong here you, you got to do this you can't uh it might have been a field goal situation too i think it may maybe it was when the pack didn't the packers kick like a 51 yard field goal I think the Packers, yeah. it a, a real, and it was fourth and three, I think, at the um, Tampa uh, 38,
0: 35. And this goal. is obviously not the one you're talking about at the end where they kicked. No, the no, 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 no.
1: This was during the game. And I'm thinking like, wait a minute, your Green Bay, I think, I think it made the score 4 I'm losing track. Well, it 15. was 1410 and they kicked like a 35 yard field goal. No, I think it was longer now, wasn't it? Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I, I just, I was wondering there why they maybe didn't go for it. Because they had a goal to go there,
0: and I, I, no, I thought up, it was a longer no. field goal. But
1: maybe I maybe I have my situations mixed up. But there was a, there was a time yesterday when I was watching. And I said, "Wait a minute!" I said, "Why aren't they going for that?" But and but they made the field goal. So right, um, I,
0: like you know. they cut it to fourteen ten at one point. And I'm trying to th- I'm thinking, but wasn't
1: that, that a fifty one yard field goal? No, somebody kicked a long field. Maybe it was Buffalo. It you know might have been maybe Buffalo. It was Buffalo early in the game. I don't know. Somebody kicked like a fifty-one-yard field goal. They did. And I'm, Buffalo I'm kicked like, a couple of them. Like a fourth and two, right? And I'm thinking, like, wait, wait, well, why wouldn't you go for it? Well, but the field goal was good, so you know I'm not going to sit there and rip the guy for you know. And then the Kansas City guy screwed the punt up after that, and right, um, you know, well, whatever. whatever. Hey, so Buffalo I'm, wasn't winning that game. Um, and they had a great season. And they played two home games. and it, it, Look, but they weren't winning that game. They, they, just they weren't, weren't
0: ready to win that game, no.
1: They it's not need- a, it, a matter of whether they were ready. Kansas City was not allowing them to come in and win that game. It was it was evident. If Kansas City had to score 50 yesterday, they would have scored 50 against a pretty good defense.
0: Yeah, you and, know, it, and it, their it, only hope was that Mahomes' injury had really limited him, and it, and it was pretty clear he wasn't limited.
1: Well, so. Mahomes wasn't 100%. I would guarantee you if you put him on true serum between the concussion and the foot, he was probably like 75, 80 percent. And the ter- 75 or 80 percent of Patrick Mahomes. i
0: still better than almost anybody else in the
1: league right now. Yeah. yeah. And the Buffalo quarterback's a good quarterback, but you know, I mean, he hasn't been there. And um, you know, it's it's Kansas City's just a better team. It's it's not there's no disgrace. I, I was kind of a little disappointed in Sean after the game. They interviewed him and he was real short with his answers. I know he was in pain. I know he was feeling yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I thought that was weird that they interviewed him before he even got to the locker room.
1: Yeah, like, the, that, that was
0: really that, awkward. And Kevin, I mean, that
1: whole thing they do after games anymore. I'm so sick of that. I'm sick yeah. of of the woman like feigning the fake. Um, it, it, you know, she's only doing what they're asking her to do. I get it, but my God, it's it's who the hell can watch that crap unless it's your team that won the game? I guess, but um. You know, Sean, because, you know, he coached with Andy. I mean, you know, him and Andy, obviously, I'm sure Andy said something nice to him after the game. They didn't talk for that long, it didn't look like. But Sean looked like he was really devastated. Yeah. And I understand. You, you you go a whole year to get to that point. He doesn't care if they were a three-point underdog. He, he's coaching a football game. But he just and, – and now Buffalo's task becomes – how do you get back there next year? That's hard, man. It's hard when you're you get there for the first time in a while, and you don't quite make it, and now you got to start all over again. And I'm guessing Kansas is still going to be Kansas well, City. Well, and I was just going to say yeah.
0: though, but if you're if you're Buffalo, your your main goal for next year, your goal this year was to win the division and kind of beat back that hex of, okay, yeah, you know, only New, New England's got an easy path because New England wins this division every year. Well, you did that. The next goal has to be logically to get home field because home field yeah. in, in a circumstance like that is huge. Sure. And you know, that is that game different if it's in Buffalo? Maybe not, but it, you don't know. And and I think that's where they have to,
1: I think mentally it gives them a, an yeah, But age. to get, to get home field, you might have to go 14 and two. Yeah. I mean, that's hard. And it's, it, it's, it's know, going to be harder in that men. division
0: because I think new England's going to get better. And I think, Miami's getting better, so it's going to be. Yeah, you know, you're not in a division that necessarily sets you up for that, and they're going to play Kansas City again
1: next year. Pittsburgh, they're still the, they're still the best team in that division. I mean, Miami's searching for Miami's talking about searching for a quarterback. Are
0: well, they're you talking about Deshaun me? Watson. Are
1: you nuts? Well,
0: they're you talking just, about training for Deshaun Watson.
1: Kevin, I get okay. If you can get Deshaun, I I, I understand and
0: trade Tua that. and but, your number one and the one number one picked up belongs to
1: Houston anyway. But you just Took two with the fifth pick oh in the draft, and you're telling me after he starts ten games or whatever it is that you're you're ready to move on from that? Well, I I i, I get it. If you can get to Sean Watson for for Tua and you're number one, I I guess uh, yeah, I yeah I I guess you would do that if you're Miami. If you think Deshaun's that much better than Tua, but all we heard last year was how great Tua was. You know, this league changes in every five minutes. Right. You know, this guy is this good now. Oh, my God, he's no good anymore. Jesus Christ. I mean, now Matt Stafford's going to be on another team. Um. Uh, you know, wait. do you see the bidding for that? I've never seen so many good quarterbacks that are going to get moved in one off season.
0: Let me move to uh, the NFC game. And, and let's start before we start to the Matt LaFleur criticism.
1: <clears throat> look, we both like Mike Patton Jr. Or Mike Patton. Before you get to Mike Patton, yeah, think about this. We're going to criticize Matt Lafleur. Eh, that's fine. He's been in the hit league two years. He's made the conference title game twice. Yeah. so maybe we should just shut up. I mean, I get it. We, this is what we do. I understand it, but really, even if the guy made a mistake, which most people think oh, he that's did, that's a pretty do- that's a doozy he made. But uh, hold on, but, 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 but he's well, been in the
0: championship game. What's two the bi- years? All right. So what's the bigger mistake? LaFleur's deciding to kick the field goal, or the coverage that Pettin has at the end of the first half that allows Scotty Miller to get behind. And well, he was playing
1: they're, man they're, coverage they're, as the zone. Well, the, the Pettin mistake is worse because it changed the whole game. And there's no excuse for what they did. They won at the end. You can say, hey, that, that Matt's reasoning might be bad, but okay. And, and I think what, what uh, Rodgers was trying to say after the game was at least let me know that we're not in four-down territory. Right. You know, so I know. And, and Rodgers made a mistake. He's got to run that play. He might not have scored. He might have got to the three-yard line, but then that would have changed LaFleur's decision to go for it, I think. But that's okay. Rodgers is 38 years old. He doesn't – maybe he didn't feel, you know, he could – whatever. The, the mistake at the end of the first half is egregious. It yeah. can't. It can't happen. happen. If I'm coaching the defense or you're coaching the defense – This is what we tell our defense. There's nine seconds left. They have no timeouts. We can give up a 25-yard pass down the middle of the field. Mm -hmm. They ain't going to hurt us. They're not going to score. The only thing they can do there is try to throw a 5-yard, 10-yard out, catch the ball, and get out of bounds so they can kick a field goal. That's the only way they're really going to hurt us. Well, And and that's what I didn't understand. A 40-yard touchdown pass on man-to-man coverage? Yeah, and I There's didn't understand. Guys not just line. man to man, Mike.
0: They're playing man to man inside. I- inside coverage. In other words, they're guarding yeah, against the inside to let the
1: guy go to the outside. It's like really. I, I would just like to look. I'm not trying to bash Mike. I love Mike, but, but that's all. You got to explain oh. to me. But you got to explain to me that that to me isn't even a call, Kevin. It's not a call. It's like. Like I said, if I was coaching the defense, if you put Mike Kern there, and Mike Kern's never called a defensive signal in his life, I'm going to say, okay, guys, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have three guys back at the goal line, okay? Our corners are not going to give up the out pattern, and we're going to leave the middle wide open. Yeah, Let them complete a pass down the middle. I don't care if they get to our 10-yard line. Right. The clock's going to run out. Yeah. Yeah, but for some reason, they didn't do that. Why? they? Unless they botched the coverage. Now that that's you know maybe maybe Mike called something else yeah that they botched. but that number twenty for Green Bay stinks
0: oh King. Uh, I mean
1: he had the worst game of like any defensive back I've seen in a while yeah and yet he got up and celebrated the white one time Mike Evans dropped the ball down the field it would have been like a thirty yard completion Mike Evans goes up he drops it and the guy gets up celebrating that Mike Evans dropped it I'm like he got beat on the first touchdown. When he made, he jumped at the wrong time, and Brady threw a great pass. He got beat on the play at the end of the first half, and he had the pass interference against him at the end of the game. So, other than that, he had a really good game. You know, I'm, I'm look. I'm not blaming it. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, that's you know, that's why they're going home. One of the reasons why they're going home, and the other team ain't. Um, you, you know,
0: and, and as far as getting back to the field goal, um. You're right. I, I think the biggest thing was the missing Did you think Rodgers was going to run? I thought he was. I I thought think, he, I'm thought. Well, i not that, sure he would have got to the end zone, but he would have got maybe to the three or the two, and then well, that changes there, there the first decision room. then at that point too.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of room, and Rodgers still moves fairly well. I don't know if he would have made it all the way. I, I, I guess it depends what... I, but I'm just saying, if if that ball is fourth and goal from... from Let's say inside the five. I'll just say the four to right. the three. They're going for it. Yeah. I mean, they got, they got to. They might not have made it. You
0: know, well, and, he, he and here's the other part is that LaFleur said that I'm baffled by. LaFleur's like, well, I felt like. I know, you, I know what you're going to say. I felt like we kicked the field goal, and it basically we have four timeouts there because they had the two-minute warning. Right, right. Well, isn't it better to try to score the touchdown? And even if you don't, you turn the ball over to Brady inside the ten,
1: right? And you still have your three timeouts and the two minute warning well, at that point. This is where I, this is where I think his reasoning went goofy, and I don't know if it was because they missed the two pointer the, the last time when the guy dropped the ball, right? His reasoning seemed to be to me was even if we score there, we got to get the two. No guarantee we're going to kick. We're going to make the two, which you can't think like that. No, I mean, you, you got to think. You know, okay. But even if you scored and missed the two and you're down two, you only need a field goal to win. At right at that point. I think, right? It would have been yeah, they would have been within two, right? Yeah. Okay. So by being down five, you still have to score a touchdown. But he was making it sound like, well, we don't have to get the conversion. Who cares about the conversion? You're telling your quarterback that even if we stop them and you get the ball back at let's say you're thirty five. You got to score a touchdown. Yeah, and I, I just don't. To me, I'm on the eight yard line. I'll take my chance of scoring a touchdown right there. Mm-hmm. But again, I didn't like some of the play calling down there. I well it reminded me a little bit like when the Falcons well, lost to
0: the Eagles. Well, that year. remember, remember on the on the first time they were in in the first half, they were going to that end zone. By the way,
1: yeah, and they, they didn't. They they,
0: didn't, they got yeah. the first and goal, and they went three straight plays to Adams. Right, and. None of them were really that close. Adams. It, was,
1: it reminded me of the Falcons against the Eagles. When they had Where you just kind of got single-focused on, on one guy as opposed well, to... because he's their best guy. I, I understand, mean, but... If you're going down, Kevin, you know, I mean, see, here. here's the fallacy of you and me as people who do what we do. If they throw to Adams and he scores, we say, that was a great call. Right. But then when it doesn't work, we say, man, they went to him three straight times. You can't. We can't have it both ways. Like I, you know, I, I understand, I, I, but I, I do have like, other weapons down there. Is what well, I'm the, trying to say. The one say. time, the one time Tongan got right, got a time down there, they rolled out. You can't roll out, especially to like a short squeaker. You're cutting the field. You're you're cutting too much of the field off, right? But okay, they did. But all I'm saying, the, the one the one pass was near the end of the end zone at the end that it, it mm-hmm. was over at. I guess you know. But the, the third downplay, I'm telling you, if far if 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 Rodgers had that to do over and you and you showed him the film right now, he takes off. Yeah. And but you, you know that I mean, look, he's making the decision to split. Yeah. You know, split decision. I'm not going to. You know, he's going to the Hall of Fame. I'm not going to. But as soon as he broke the containment, I I thought he's he's gone. He, he's He's running, I you know, but and but then he threw the ball, and it, it seemed like like I don't what I don't understand sometimes down by the goal line is why teams throw balls or like line drives. You're throwing like an eight yard pass, yeah, and it seems like you're trying to throw a bullet in there when, when there's a lot of players because you know there's only so much field to cover. Um, but hey, you know what? But LeFleur, I, I guarantee if Lafleur's sitting there today, he knows he screwed up. You know, he, he yeah, you know, but at the, what I don't, I guess what I have a hard time understanding, Kevin, is you're LaFleur. Don't you have guys around you who are like talking in your ear, like if it's the offensive coordinator, or I don't know, saying, no, Matt, Matt, we, we got to go for it here, Matt. We got, and, and say what you see. If we don't get it, they got the ball in the eight yard line. And we got four timeouts.
0: The strange part is Rodgers could have forced his hand because if Rodgers, the minute he sees the field goal team coming on, right? If Rodgers want to really force the issue, he burns a the timeout there, and in- yeah, but then he gets painted as
1: the bad guy. Yeah, I know. You can't. You can't. I mean, we can't tell Aaron Rodgers to do that, and then if they don't make it anyway. Then LaFleur says, see, if I had that other time, you can't do that. If the coach tells you to do something, you got to do it. You know, if if, if uh, Doug Peterson says, we're going for two here, and everybody goes, why are you going for two? And there's no reason to go for two here. You're what, going for it.
0: Mike, what's amazing to me now is, in, you know, looking back, and it's now almost 30 years that the Packers have had two quarterbacks primarily. Okay. Yeah, Favre came in in 92, I want to say.
1: That's right, yeah.
0: And and now Rodgers, okay? For all the individual success that they have had, they've been to three Super
1: Bowls and won two. And, and that's why I tell you that you can't just no. dismiss 2017 like we think it was, which was a blip. You can't because other franchises don't win... Mm-hmm. Super Bowl it's a hard thing to do. The Tampa Bay's hadn't even won a playoff. They hadn't even played a playoff game since 2002. Well, no,
0: they they had played a playoff game. They had not okay. won a playoff game. I thought they hadn't been in the
1: playoffs no, since. No, they they
0: were in pl- they were in the playoffs in 06.
1: Okay, my bad. Okay, so they played one playoff game. Right. Since 2002. I know. Uh, so, but we just sit here like, well, you know, yeah, that that Super Bowl, you know, it happened despite the Howlers, despite the dog. Maybe it did, but it happened, and and it didn't happen 15 years ago. It happened three years ago. So, you know, the Steelers haven't been to a Super Bowl since 2010. Uh, what other teams? I'm sure, and and a lot of that has to do with the Patriots because the Patriots were going to a lot of them, so there was a lot of teams. that Either weren't getting to the Super Bowl or weren't winning the Super Bowl. Once I think I there. think in
0: that time frame. Well, now Green Bay Rodgers is one in four in, in title games, right? I think Favre lost three title games. Boy, well, he lost one with the Saints. Oh no, no, no! But three the Vikings, as a the I'm sorry, but three as a Packer, right?
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah, he I lost don't...
0: a couple to Dallas early, and he lost the one to the Giants in the cold up at uh,
1: right, Lambeau. right, yeah. I mean. Yeah. The one where the Giants coach's cheeks turned five shades of purple.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. by the way, Bruce's cheeks were that
1: way yesterday yes, they too. Were. Him and Andy looked like twins almost. They did. It's amazing, Kevin. It's hard to win, and we kind of take it like. First of all, there's 32 teams. So if everybody took a turn winning for 32 years, you'd go three decades plus between your yeah. titles. It's hard. It's you're talking. There's Detroit hasn't won a playoff game in 50 years. Um, 91,
0: 90, but okay. I, yeah, get, I okay. get your point.
1: Even when you have great franchises, Dallas hasn't won in in 25 years. They they won two playoff games. That's insane when you think about it. Yeah, one the against Wisconsin's the Eagles, by the way. They haven't won one since 91. Um, You know, and these are franchises that we think of. The 49ers haven't won one. They got the one, almost won one, but it's been they a got long time. the two. Time. You know, um, I just went to the
0: Super Bowl last year, Mike.
1: No, no, no. Before last year, I'm talking about they had the Kaepernick year, and then you have to go all the way back to 95 with Young. With Young, well, young right. Um, it, I'm just saying, It's it's. We, I think we take it for granted sometimes. We'll say, well, the Steelers are a great franchise. Well, yeah, they are. They're, I'm not saying they're not. But, you know, uh, if the Eagles Super Bowl had been in 2003, I would say, yeah, it was 17 years ago. Yeah, it was a long time and whatever, but um, – you know, there, I mean, there is a statute of limitations. I get right. it. It's like the Phillies. You know, the Phillies. I do think when you, you I do today, think when, when you fire your head coach, you're
0: kind of putting a statute of limitations on.
1: Yeah, but that was because the head coach said, I've had enough. I want to hire my guys. And I don't think they really liked Doug that much the whole time Doug was there. No, no. That's my so opinion. But even with the Phillies in 08, there's still people that, can, can hang on to that a little because it was only 12 years ago. Even though 12 years seems like an eternity, but for a franchise that's only won two in 150 years, you know, uh, it happened. I mean, you know, and now we're ready to kind of say, hey, you know. Um, so three years from now, the Eagles are looking for another coach or it doesn't work out or, you know, then we consider and go, yeah, it, was a, it wasn't it was a good hire. It wasn't, uh, you know, but we got to give this guy a chance because um, we have no other choice right um, so and the other problem in the city is we've went out in the last year and hired Girardi, and we've hired Doc Rivers right you know and even Vigneault is kind of like that a little bit you know mm-hmm. I mean he's had he's been to Stanley Cup Finals and stuff. this guy isn't that no this he's guy not. is you know.
0: Um. All right. So we'll have two. We'll have a couple weeks to break down the Super Bowl here. Please, please, please. It's it's going to be. To be honest, it's going to be weird because they're not doing the normal Super Bowl stuff. Like the Chiefs, I think, are flying to Tampa on
1: Saturday. Saturday or Friday night or something. No, I think it's. I think if the NFC team, I think, was going to go Friday, but since the NFC team's already there, right, they don't have to go anywhere,
0: and they don't have to go to a team hotel at all. They've been told they are to basically stay at home. They're going to basically act like it's a normal home
1: game. Yeah, well, you have to. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole COVID thing. You, yeah. you know, I, I mean, it will be different that them playing in their home park. But, but, hey, they've won three on the road. So, obviously, going on the road. Then I don't bottom. think once that game starts, and I could be totally wrong, I don't think the home field's going to mean, because it's not a home field crowd. It's going to be 20,000 people of of you know but I mean it's gotta be some advantage I would think the,
0: the, the only you- the one major advantage I think that they have is um I I don't even know its advantage. I think the one element of this is if you were thinking you had a shot to get in the to the park if you were just a normal Joe fan, you're not going to now because every available ticket is gonna go to any Bucks fan who has any money. You know who who wants to get there badly yeah, but,
1: enough. Yeah, I don't know if in this day and age why people would be traveling from wherever uh, they'd be traveling. from. There's Some people who would have, but it's not the Super Bowl. I the understand. whole thing of the Super Bowl is you walk around the city, you you take advantage of this, you take advantage of that. You take, it's it's not that world. I mean, Florida is more that world than we are at the moment, but it's still there's still COVID out there. It's not. I will.
0: I will admit this is the one Super Bowl. I feel bad for Tampa itself because you know, they're they're going to take an economic hit on this. Big, they'll get another one. They'll they'll give you them have one to quick, give them another one relatively yeah. quick. Um, who's who's next year? L. A. next year? L. A. is next year.
1: Okay. Then have I think it's and they picked the one for for the year after that. Yet
0: I believe so. I believe it's New Orleans.
1: Okay, I would. Wouldn't be surprised if Tampa got one. Hold on
0: here, I'm I'm looking it up. I have the
1: okay, like uh, twenty four, twenty five in that range. They give Tampa another one. When was the last time Tampa had it, Kevin?
0: Uh, Tampa had it the it year, a
1: while or is it? I'm
0: I'm wondering if it was about ten years ago. I
1: um, I don't remember. They they all. Um. By
0: the way, it's Glendale in twenty three.
1: That's Phoenix. That's Phoenix. Right. Okay.
0: It's New Orleans in 25. And there's no 24? Uh, No 24 yet because New Orleans was supposed to have it in 24, Uh but they looked at the schedule and it would have been the same week as Mardi Gras. So they they pushed it back. Uh, And and I should remind people, by the way, that this, because this may be the last year before the 17-week schedule, this may be the last year that it's not on President's Day weekend. The Super okay, Bowl, so see,
1: I think having Mardi Gras and the Super Bowl together would be awesome. Yeah, like
0: but that. I'm I'm sure for hotel people it just they couldn't. That's happen. true.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. But Tampa, look, don't be shocked if Tampa gets like you know it
0: could be that filler. It could be twenty four. Yeah,
1: you know, and because the NFL usually does stuff, but most leagues do stuff like that. Like if you miss, you know, uh, and uh, I think they do that with the all, baseball All Star game last year. They they kind of
0: they're wherever, gonna they're gonna they're gonna give it to, to the Dodgers. It was supposed to be in Dodger Stadium. Dodgers are gonna get a few uh, a one
1: yeah, in here. I mean um but I mean look, this is fascinating. You're gonna have you're go- you have a guy who's won six Super Bowls, been to nine, who all the argument look, I don't care what you think of Joe Montana or Peyton Manning or or John Elway. There, there's no more argument as to who, who no, the best player not. is. Uh it's this guy. Okay, I looked up um, the stat. By the way, it, it,
0: it, his ten Super Bowls—he has played in eighteen point one percent
1: of all Super Bowls played. He's played in a Super Bowl every other year. Yeah, base, in his base, career, 20, twenty-one years, ten. Okay, it, like it's he's he's like he's somebody wants to argue to me about Will Chamberlain. No, Will Chamberlain. I don't. You can say whatever you want. He's got seventy-three records. Michael Jordan has twenty-two, or whatever, whatever. But that's okay. But it's like LeBron James has worked his way into the argument because of what he's accomplished, and he's right up there with whatever. If You, you can argue Jim Brown, Jerry Rice, um, Lawrence Taylor, uh, Reggie. You know, if you want to talk about the greatest players, but since the quarterback's the most important position, you can't throw Joe Montana into the Tom Brady argument anymore. I, that, that's my feeling. And to, Joe Montana was great. He never lost a Super Bowl, never threw an interception in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. okay? But 10 Super Bowls. Now, and he's going up against the guy who everybody thinks
0: 10 years from now
1: or 12 years from now could be. And it's like I said, when Tiger Woods was chasing Jack Nicklaus. And I thought Tiger was going to get there. I Mm -hmm. I, I did, you know, back in 08. And then life got in the way. Everybody just assumes, well, you know, Patrick's going to have six. Yo, let's calm down. First of all, he's got to get this one, which, you know, two and two Super Bowls in your first four years and really his first three years would be pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Tom Brady makes it look easy. It's like Tiger used to make it look easy. You'd sit there, you'd watch him, you'd go, oh, okay. And then, well, why can't other people do that? Well, no, because Tom Brady, what he's done this year, Kevin, I thought they'd be good. I thought they'd make the playoffs. I thought they could maybe, you know. But really – to, to go beat and I know Drew Brees was like a kind of a shell of himself I, and Michael Thomas, but he went to New Orleans and the defense was great. Todd Bowles' defense was great. I get all that, but to go to Lambeau and beat Rodgers, yeah, really. And Rodgers didn't play badly. Rodgers had a, a good game, but I mean, man, like like what? And I don't know if he's going to beat Mahomes or not. I I I'm going to say this. And it won't happen because this guy wants to play it's a couple more years. I don't know. If Tom Brady wins the game in two weeks, he should walk away. He should just – he should say, guys, it's been great. Bruce, it's been great. We got a Super Bowl together. <laughs> you know, you got yours. I got my seventh. All right. And just walk into the sunset like so few have done. John Elway did it. Um, And just say that's it. I'm gone. I'm done. And he won't. I don't think. I mean, I, I, because if you can play like this at 43, I mean, like, there's going to be a time when he's not going to be able to play this well. We all know that. But do you see him, like, y- you could see him playing two more years, right?
0: Yeah, I could. Uh, Christ, he's made it for the last five years. He's made the Super Bowl after 39.
1: Yeah. And the one year, now think. I mean, the one year, look, he didn't play well against the Rams. Their defense won the game, but that's fine. He made the pass to Gronk that, you know, was the big play in the game. He threw for 500 yards against the Eagles. I mean, you know, and I still say, people, he left New England because he knew. Now, he didn't know that the COVID was going to take five or six of the starters out of the lineup. Mm -hmm. But he saw the second half of last year. And I sort of almost feel like what Aaron Rodgers was kind of telling the Packers. Like, you know, you can't be taking that quarterback with the 26 pick when you could have taken, like, somebody to help me. Um, and Brady, I think, looked at the fact that they went four and five in their last nine games last year. Didn't look like a very good team. He looked around him and said, we don't really have, like, a lot of weapons here. And all of a sudden they go to th- – look at the weapons Tampa has put around him. Yep. Think about the Super Bowl, Kevin, about if, – if everybody's healthy now, I don't know who all is going to play. Because Kansas City didn't even have older guys yesterday have some guys who are hurt. Think about the weapons that are going to be on that field in two weeks. Yep, Jason Kelsey's best tight end in football. I mean, Kittle's Kittle might be, but he's hurt. Right. Um, Tyreek is maybe the best wide receiver. You got Brady's two best. One of your. Uh, right. I mean, Mahomes is probably the best quarter, or one of the best two or three quarterbacks. Um, they got runners. Yeah. Um. And by the way, uh, the the guy from Villanova might win his second Super Bowl, Passignon, Tano, um, who who actually had a good hit on the the quarterback yesterday. And then you look at Tampa. You know, Leonard Fournette looks like like a a reborn. Well, He's only, what, 26 years old?
0: Yeah. You also have arguably the best tight end of all time in Gronk. You have three.
1: But he's not. He's not now, though.
0: But I understand what you're saying. But I'm saying a legacy thing. Gronkowski. And Brady, obviously the goats, kind of at their positions all time. Mm-hmm. You have Evans and Godwin, and you know Antonio Brown could be back in two weeks. Right. I'll tell you what, Scotty Knowers pretty good. Yeah,
1: you know? <laughs> I think Jason Kelsey is going to surpass Gronk. Travis Kelsey. I, if, if, he, try, try, yeah, if if where did he go to college? Did he go to Cincinnati? Also? I think he
0: went to Cincinnati.
1: Also, he did. Okay, yep. I, I I wasn't, but he is so good. And they use him. Yeah, you know, I'm sitting there yesterday. And I'm thinking now. Look, Buffalo's pretty smart. They're not mm-hmm. stupid. They they couldn't stop him. How can you like? Y- y- there was some plays where he was like so wide open. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, "Wait a minute, that's Kelsey. You you got to guard him." But then I'm thinking, "Okay, they got Hill. You got to guard him." Right. Um. You know, it's it's just that thing they do with the motion where he goes in motion like three different ways. Yep. It's just incredible. Uh I won't. I'm telling you, man. The two defensive coordinators, but especially the, uh, Todd Bowles, man. He's going to have to earn his money. Yeah.
0: Spags um, Spags going is going to pretty Spags is going to earn his money too. I mean, you know, but sure. Yeah, and Spags I mean, has done this against Brady before, obviously when he was with the Giants. Um, now both
1: games went over. I yesterday. think. I think this one goes
0: over too. It's fifty-seven. Well, but
1: the number might be high. It's fifty-seven. I mean, number, fifty-seven. Um, 57 Mike. You know, what I thought really would have been interesting though know, from a standpoint if Buffalo had won yesterday, all those years that they couldn't get past Tom Brady.
0: Yeah. And they would have they ended would have up having a Super Bowl.
1: Super uh, oh, yeah. Bowl. Let
0: me let me move to a, a couple quick topics before we say goodbye. Uh one I I should we should bring up since last week. Uh obviously baseball lost Hank Aaron. Uh
1: yeah.
0: one of the you know, obviously. You know, in the pantheon of the sport, you know he's on Mount Rushmore. I mean, he's he's one. But of see, the- he's
1: one of the. See, I think he's one of the most underrated, because people you talk about a Mount Rushmore. So if we were putting a Mount Rushmore together, you have Ruth, Mays, maybe have maybe Garrig Mays, but but I'm saying Hank Aaron was never considered to be better than Mays for for, no. for all the obvious reasons. Mays was a great player who missed two years. <laughs> Well, you look at the numbers of where Hank Aaron and what he did, and all the abuse he had to go through when he was trying to beat, right? You know, um,
0: when he was trying to beat Ruth's record back in. Yeah, in I think he's
1: one of the most underrated guys because I don't think people f- think of him as as the best. I mean, I think Babe Ruth is the best. That's like my my, but I would always put Mays ahead of him. Well, cons- and, and maybe they should be like equals, you know? Consider
0: this, Mike. I mean. He never hit fifty home runs in a year, like
1: right. But he hit for twenty hit, straight years. He hit between twenty four and forty nine. Right. Think about that. Twenty. I think it was twenty and I, years. And I think for ten straight
0: years, it was between forty and forty seven or something. You know, like, I don't.
1: I don't know that one. I just know that he he um he was and, one of the most consistent players. And
0: I I've gotten a chance to meet him at a couple different things you know great man great man. he was incredibly kind uh you know he he's he's what you wanted an ambassador to the sport to be yep and uh you know i wonder
1: why he wasn't um like i never heard hank aaron and i didn't know him so i'm just going by what say like like get upset or say a dispatch even when people were writing him hate letters and all those kind of things where you never heard oh. him act. And I'm not saying that Willie Mays did or, or other players did. I'm not saying that. But you wonder why he was never like, like side by side with the commissioner or something. Like, why they didn't he make, like, Bill White was the NL vice president for a long time. And then I think had a role in Major League Baseball, right? Am I correct right. about that? Mm-hmm. He was the actual president. And and that, then, yeah. Shouldn't Hank Aaron have been like one of those guys? Well, Hank. I think Hank
0: had a, a a role with the Braves. He was like a, okay. I guess a vice president with the Braves, like non-player personnel, kind of a community. But if religion. you were
1: Major League Baseball, would you not have you wanted maybe Hank Aaron to kind of be well, one of they, your they faces? Named, they named
0: the one award, the Hank Aaron Award, that, that okay. gives to the best hitter in each league. Okay, I'll okay. never forget, and I remember covering a little bit of this, when Bonds was going to break his record in 2007, um, Hank didn't say anything, and everybody took it that Hank was trying to bite his lip, and he may, may have. I mean, he may have been trying to do it, but the night when Barry Bonds hit seven fifty six, there on the big screen in, in in you know in San Francisco, is is Hank Aaron, and Hank Aaron congratulating Barry Bonds and talking about how much it meant to him to have it. And He was happy mm-hmm. that he was given the record over. And, and look to all of us who followed the game and who knew what the steroid era did to the game. Hank Aaron stole the all-time home run key. There is no doubt in my mind. Okay, right, right. And and the record isn't the same since Bonds took over, but it's because of the grace of the man that it yep. worked. And 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 that's where I I think we. We have to realize that was lost this week more than anything, more than more oh, than no, the he, records and he was more than everything. He was, he was a better human being than he was a player in that sense. And we something. say
1: that a lot, you yeah. know. We, we we say that a lot, and it's but it's true. But the, the, the interesting thing about and I know people aren't, you know, I, I'm showing my age and stuff now. But it's funny because Ruth had 714 home runs. Willie Mays had 660. He missed two years mm-hmm. when he would have been 21 and 22. It was a 52 and 53 seasons. If Willie hits 35 in both of those years, he goes past uh, Babe Ruth. Now, Hank Aaron would have went past him, I suppose. Right. Um, Ted Williams hit 520, missed five years, missed three in World War II, two in the Korean War. If you give Ted Williams 35 homers in each of those five years, that's almost 200, Almost 200, right? That gets him up to... Well, it's 150, centers. right. Right. but I'm just saying is, yeah. you know, it, it's funny how... I mean, we look at it now and we say, okay, he had 521 home runs. There's nothing wrong with 521 home runs. But um, Hank Aaron was just one of those guys. I, I always say this about Frank Robinson. I thought Frank Robinson was one of the most underappreciated superstars.
0: And we just lost Frank in the last year yeah, and a half it, or two. He had
1: 586 home runs, won mm-hmm. an MVP in both leagues, won some World Series... Um, so, but Hank Aaron, you never hear when people start talking about the greatest players and sometimes they'll even mention, mention Mantle or DiMaggio and both those are true. Look, and I understand they played in New York. Hank played in Milwaukee. That has a lot to do with it. You know, he played in Milwaukee and then Atlanta. Um, so he wasn't, you know, playing in a media market, but Hank Aaron has to be by any measure of what you're talking about one of the top five or at least top ten players of all time. You, you can't have a list. But I think a lot of people don't think of him like that. They don't. They just think of him as this guy who had a lot of home runs, you know, who, who bro- broke Babe Ruth's record. And I think that's just a shame a little bit because, you know, he was great, but he was like an understated kind of great, you know. he He just was a guy who went out and basically did his job really great for 20-some years.
0: You know, it, it, it's there were six Hall of Famers who died in 2020.
1: I thought it was more than that, Kevin. Well, really,
0: Brock, Seaver, Gibson, Kaline, Whitey Ford, and Joe Morgan all died.
1: How would you like to start a team with those guys? Yeah. That's your team start. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, there were, and none of those guys you just mentioned were like borderline Hall of Famers.
0: And this year, They're Hall of Famers. And this year, you've lost three. Already in the first twenty-five days, with uh, Tommy Lasorda, Don Sutton, okay. and, and now uh, Hank Aaron, um, yeah. so it, it, it's it's, it's the, and, and we yeah. and we say that as tomorrow is Hall of Fame election day. Um, right now, Kurt Schilling is the one who's probably getting the most attention. Whether he'll get in or not. Um, How many more shots does he get? One more after this.
1: So you think if it's not this year, you think he's going to get in, right?
0: I don't think he's getting in.
1: Okay. Okay. So, um, you don't, okay.
0: But he'll be close, right? He'll be real close. He was 70% last year.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think more people, it, it, it the closer he got to it, normally when you get to 70, you're pretty much a lock to get in. Right. But I think there's also people who look at it now with the political end of it. And Kurt being,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and to be honest, we should point out his, all the ballots were due December 31st, and he's gotten a lot of criticism over what he has said since the insurrection.
1: Um, now I missed it.
0: What? Oh, he he's made some comments like, I got you. I and got you. so it's going to be interesting to see if he doesn't get in, his support's not going to go
1: up next year. See, and I have a pro- I, my only problem with that is look, I, I'm not somebody who agrees with his political views. No, same here. But to, to me, if you're, if you get, let, let's say for, what do you need? 75, Kevin? Yeah. Is that, okay. Let's say for sake of argument, you, and I understand there has to be a number, yeah, whatever, but let's say you get to 73 and you don't get in. Now, some you're going to get in 20 years from now or 15 years from now, the veterans committee is going to put you in. You'll be old and gray or dead. But, you know, it just seems to me if, like if you don't vote for Kurt because of his political views, I got a little bit of a problem with that. And, and I understand that you might think he's nuts or you might not like like where he's coming from.
0: By the way, I should point out, OK, his number right now on the publicly released ballots that are kept track by uh, my our buddy uh, Ryan Thibodeau.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like when they do that.
0: What? That they keep track of who said what? Yeah,
1: just tell me tomorrow. Tell me like when the vote comes out. Just tell me because because this way you you think you know who's getting in.
0: Schilling right now has seventy three point seven percent of the public votes.
1: Yeah. yeah, and it just seems to me like if the, if the only thing standing between you and the Hall of Fame is one point six, I don't know. You know, and, and again, I'm not. You know, I could go either way on Coach Shilling. You, I think you've convince me that maybe he, he deserves to be in and, and, and I'll go with that, you know, but don't keep him out because you don't like the fact that he's a Republican or, or he's even right of a Republican. I don't know whatever that means, but um you know, it, 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 it's just, to me, it should be judged on what he did on the field. If, if, if you don't like him off the field, that's, you know, that's, I don't know. That's, that shouldn't have anything to do with it. I don't think.
0: Uh, Barry Bonds, is at 64% on the ballots right now. But how Uh, many
1: more shots does he have?
0: He has, uh, this is his eighth year. So So he has two more. So he has two more. You don't Uh, think
1: he's getting it, right?
0: I do. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong. Am I looking at the wrong one? Hold on here. I thought I had the 2021 ballot here. Let me correct it. No, this is right. Uh, um, seventy four point nine is the actual ballot uh, thing. Actually, updated as of this morning, seventy four point nine for Schilling. So he's one tenth of one percent on the public ballots. Bonds is seventy two point one. Clemens is seventy one point five. Scott Rowan is sixty two percent. So yeah, and he's making a big and, leap forward.
1: And the thing is to and it shouldn't have anything to do with anything, but if, if Kirk does get in and there is an induction, uh, you know, will he go nuts? I, and I, I would like to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he won't, but you know, he's been pretty vocal in what he believes in and he's allowed to believe in whatever he wants to believe in. I just don't think you should necessarily take it to Cooperstown no. at that moment. And then I wonder if there's people who don't like what he stands for, who will then make, you know, it, cause the, the, the Cooperstown shouldn't be about that. It It really shouldn't. No and i i you know but i fear it could it could be especially in the world we live in you know there's, that would be unfortunate
0: there's also a uh another news uh bit today this is actually from the state of arizona who has asked major league baseball not to begin the cactus league all the right. time because of soaring in maricopa county yeah which is around phoenix um baseball though has not indicated that they are going to delay spring training.
1: So. Well, yeah, but can't the state Let's see this is what I don't understand. The state can't tell them you, you can't open spring training because we're having all these um
0: covid cases? So,
1: they're the state. They can tell they can do anything they want. What what am I missing here? The Major League Baseball is going to go back and say, "Well, we're going to pull our teams out of Cactus League then." I mean, if if if, if covid's surging, why would you want people there? Yeah. Am I stupid? No. <laughs> it, 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 COVID, folks, COVID is not going away yet. You know, we act like because there's vaccines now, which, of course, are, are we're hearing all the problems they're having with this. We act like, okay, no. They didn't give you the green flag yet. It, it, it's It's like, you know. And I, you know, somebody was talking on the, the radio today about, uh, well, you know, we'll see, like, what this guy, the New Eagles coach, is like when the OTAs start. I'm like, how do you know there's going to be OTAs? Yeah. I mean, there might be, you know, I'm, I'm, or some version of them. But I mean, you know, there's a lot of they've already basically canceled the draft combine, right? Or they're not going to do it the way they've done it in the past. Um, people, people just got to put the brakes on a little bit here, you know? Yeah. Breaks, though. I don't know what the baseball season is going to be like. You know, maybe they start on April the 1st, and maybe the Phillies have 15 or 20,000 people in, in the uh, park. But uh, there, there's all, yeah, you know, do we know that for a fact? No. <laughs> you know, no. It's, uh, I mean, the NBA and the NHL are, are trying to just get through their legs. <laughs> you know, it's. Yeah. it's um, Uh, I'm amazed. I mean, one of the amazing things to me is that the NFL actually got through. I agree. You know, and college football did, but college football missed a lot. You know, and I mean, look, what we're seeing with college basketball now is just so disconcerting. You know, the Villanova doesn't play for 27 days. or You know, Michigan doesn't play for two weeks. And they moved up to number four in the polls. I mean, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I, I, you know. And the whole NCAA tournament isn't going to be played over a three week thing, apparently. No. No. Um, which is which is yeah, really gonna change the dynamic. You're gonna have teams now that went like a month without playing a game that could play five or six games in the span of about a week and a half or two weeks. Right. Yeah. All right. right.
0: Uh we have run out of time.
1: My best to everybody, you gotta give my best to.
0: Yeah. Uh thank you very much and uh we're back on thursday i believe this week uh matt bream will join us if there's no phillies news breaking uh, it's going to
1: snow tonight a little huh
0: yeah yeah supposedly supposedly yeah, so see. we'll see we'll see
1: shovel shovel baby
0: yep all right michael thank you very much
1: be good all right
0: thanks to you for joining us we will see you later in the week this has been working the Beat.